Welcome to the Inspired Wave. This is the podcast and community for conscious female leaders and founders who are ready to enjoy more peace and prosperity in their business while creating more inspired impact in the lives we're all here to serve, who are ready to fully step into their leadership and live their life's purpose with confidence and passion. I'm your host, C.J. Rivard, and with over 30 years in business and leadership, I blend tactical strategies with the art of intuition, science of energetics, and the magic that happens when we create empowered relationships and take aligned action. And this is all to help women get out of hustle mode and really fall in love with what they do. Registration is now open for the Rising Tide Sisterhood. This is the affordable, high-vibe community for going deep into expanding your intuition, energetic self-mastery, and gaining momentum in creating your goals and dreams. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes for all the juicy details and our very special holiday offer that's just available for a short time. Welcome to the show. You know, we hear a lot of talk about leadership, people saying things like, you need to step into your leadership, own your leadership, the world needs more leaders. What exactly are they referring to? Because it doesn't always correlate to a title. We know this. So today I want to highlight three qualities that it's really critical that everyone intentionally nurture and develop in order to ensure that you are fully embodying your leadership. So stick with me. So the first thing I want to highlight is that leadership is a journey. It's not a destination. You probably realize that. But if you ever feel like you've arrived, I want to invite you to step back, look around, and ask your ego to step aside because we never fully arrive. If you're open and honest, to look around and reflect, you'll always find something to work on. And isn't that amazing? Isn't it fun? Leadership requires a growth mindset. So you can always grow and improve. And you've probably heard me talk about emotional intelligence before, which is the skill set that encompasses all of our people skills and our leadership skills. And the really great thing about this skill set is it's not stagnant. It's not like IQ, that you're just born with it. So you can work on it and develop it and raise your EQ. But the other side of that is that if you're not aware and you forget about it, you get busy, it can decline. So this is a really important thing to understand. Just because you feel like you're there right now, if you don't stay aware and intentional, it could easily decline and sneak up on you. And all of a sudden, you're not navigating and interacting with others as well as you were. So keep that in mind and let's dig in. So the first quality that I want to highlight is self-awareness. And I know this sounds really simple, but it's not easy or everyone would do it. And we know there's a lot of people who are not self-aware. So the two things that get in the way here are busyness. That's a really big one because, of course, we all have busy lives. We have busy work days, busy, busy, busy. 
And so we don't take time to stop and look around and reflect and just ask ourselves where we can improve and how are we going to make sure we improve. So busyness is a big thing that gets in the way. And then, of course, as I already mentioned, the other thing is ego, which often gets in the way. So if you ever feel stagnant or like things are deteriorating a little bit, I invite you to look at those two areas as ticking points and just ask if you are practicing self-awareness. And I have a quick actionable takeaway for you today. This is super simple. Just take five to 10 minutes a day at the end of every day, not just work days, five to 10 minutes and really start out celebrating all the wonderful things you accomplished that day. Just even the little teeny tiny things, because that helps lift your mood and your frequency and stay in a state of gratitude. Appreciate what you've accomplished. You know, too often we look at, oh, the day, another day went by and I didn't do X, Y, and Z, and we can get into a negative state. So I want you to start out with your accomplishments and be really excited and grateful and pat yourself on the back. And then objectively reflect on where you could do better. And it's really important you stay objective. You don't get all judgy and beating yourself up, or you're going to have a negative effect on this. And you don't want to do that. Everyone can improve. Remember that. So there's nothing to judge. You want to step back and reflect and observe like a scientist. Where can you do better? And how are you going to work on that? So you do improve. You don't just observe, but then how, you know, what game plan can you come up with to improve that skill or just do better next time? So that's really important. And, you know, the key here is honest and accurate reflection, not letting the ego get in the way. And it sounds counterintuitive, but what really helps here is the next quality that I want to highlight, and that's confidence. Too often, when people aren't self-reflecting, it's because they lack confidence, but they can actually come off as overly confident. We've all known leaders who, you know, they want to micromanage, and they think their way is the only way, and they're the one that knows everything. That is an example of someone that does not have high self-esteem. So this is what I want to point out here. Confidence, I'm not talking about what comes with practice and competence in a position. I'm going to assume if you've been in a position for a while, you're competent, and so you have confidence in your ability. However, internal confidence that we all need to nurture and develop comes from self-love, self-esteem, high self-esteem, self-worth, and trust, self-trust. And honestly, if you have not done inner work before, there's probably something in there that you need to work on. So again, go back to being open and honest and reflecting 
or if you've checked out some of my past episodes, you can use what I call the sway technique to just see if you have something there you need to work on. Instead of a belief, you could say, you know, I trust myself and see if you get a yes or a no on that. And I'll post a link in the show notes so you can learn how to do that if you haven't caught one of the training videos before. So it's important in order to be able to be self-aware and open that we have high self-esteem, worth, and trust. And when we have trust in ourselves, we're able to make decisions that really benefit everyone. We're okay with taking risks and making decisions and not worrying about other people's judgment, not worrying about the short-term fallout and whether we're liked or not. And again, that may go without saying, but that's a, a sticky point for a lot of people if they haven't done the inner work. So look out for that. And of course, I can't talk about high self-esteem without pointing out that we're not talking about cockiness here, and it's really important that you also stay humble. That's a bonus quality I'm going to throw in. Humbleness is important so that you stay open to receiving other people's input. So if you have high self-esteem, but you also know that you're not always right and you don't have all the answers, then you can be open to receiving input from others, other people's perspectives, opinions, ideas, the creative flow. Those doors open up so you're not a one-woman show. You can open those doors and really open up opportunities by being open to other people's perspectives and ideas. So that is a win-win for everyone when you can do that. And sometimes it takes a little work to get to that point. The third quality that I want to highlight is emotional regulation. And this is something that we really have to be constantly looking at and evaluating and working on. Because again, if you get busy and forget, you can backslide. So you may get good at it, and then you get derailed, and all of a sudden you're not as good. And you find yourself, because you're tired, say, overreacting to something. So when I talk about emotional regulation, what I'm talking about basically is the ability to remain calm in any kind of circumstance and respond thoughtfully rather than reacting emotionally. And we know sometimes that's easier said than done. So it really is a practice and everyone can do this, but you have to be aware and you have to practice. It's like that habit building muscle. The more you do it, the easier it gets. So we all get triggered occasionally. And I have another quick action item for you to kind of look into this and see where you're at. Set aside a 24-hour period that's part of a workday, and then another 24-hour period when you're not at work. And try and get really aware of when you're getting triggered. 
Again, this is a skill you need to remind yourself, maybe set alerts on your phone or note on your computer around the house. Be aware of what's triggering you without judgment. Because again, we all have triggers, most of us, but becoming aware of them is the first step toward reducing them. And if you are doing this little awareness exercise, you actually will probably just from doing that be triggered less because you're building awareness. And so you're going to approach things a little more calmly than maybe you would otherwise. Then I'm going to invite you to see if you've found a few triggers, if there's any patterns there, and just pick one thing that you feel like triggers you to work on at a time. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. But again, you're trying to create a habit and we want to chunk it down to one small area to start with. And then you can expand as you improve that area, you can expand into other areas. So what's something that you find triggering and how can you change what you're thinking about that thing or your perception of it? I'll give you an example. Let's say you have a coworker snap at you. Now, the typical reaction for most of us would be to react, to snap back. You know, you feel attacked. That's a natural reaction. What if you tell yourself that that person must have a lot going on in their life that I don't know about that's causing them to overreact? Now, if you take that perception, isn't it a lot easier to stay calm? What they're doing, you know, anyone's overreaction has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them anyway. But if you perceive it that way, and gee, what's going on for them? What do they have going on? Because it's not about me. Isn't it easier to stay calm in that circumstance? So that's just one example. I invite you to think of others where you can try a perspective shift to stay calm. So basically, the three steps to emotional regulation is building awareness. So noticing that you're feeling an emotion that you don't like, a negative emotion. You're getting stressed, anxious, irritated, or angry. You notice the emotion. And then you look at what thought is causing it because emotions are caused by our thoughts. So what are you thinking that's making you have that reaction? What is the thought or the perspective and how can you shift it? And that's step three, choose a different thought or a new perspective that doesn't trigger you. Again, I know it sounds simple, but it's not easy and it takes practice. So be kind to yourself, don't judge, and just take it one step at a time because everyone can do this, but the more you practice, the better at it you will get. So those were the three qualities that I wanted to share with you. And again, just to highlight, we all need to be intentionally improving in these areas to really embody our leadership. And These areas really, in theory, have nothing to do with the people that we're trying to lead, but it will transform your leadership when you do it. So 
Again, to recap, those three qualities you want to be intentionally developing are self-awareness, confidence, which starts on the inside, those self-esteem, self-worth, self-trust, and then emotional regulation. So that's all I had to share for today. I would love to hear your comments and your takeaways. And I look forward to speaking again really soon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.